welcome to the Next in Line podcast, where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode of the Next in Line podcast. It is awesome to have y'all back in here. Typically, we would be dropping a thoughtful Thursday on this Thursday edition of the podcast. However, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, as many of y'all know, if you're brand new, you might not know, but most of y'all should know, we have the Habanero 100 Ultra Marathon coming up. Now, if you haven't checked out that podcast that we just dropped with Corey Mitchell, I encourage you to go check it out. He's an awesome individual. He will also be running this race as a fundraising event for a barn expansion out at Legacy Farmstead, which is a awesome nonprofit organization that serves first responders, veterans, Gold Star families, uh, and other individuals who have been through traumatic events in their lives. Um, they serve them as a great resource uh, and a great opportunity for them to get some sort of relief from that op or that situation they found themselves in. Um, he's running the race as a benefit. He's taking pledges per mile. Um, I know they've still got a little ways to go to get to their goal. So if you're feeling generous, guys, make sure you go contribute to that. I am definitely doing so myself, so I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to also check out that podcast with Corey. His story is pretty cool. Um, it's about an hour and 40 minutes long, so we definitely have a ton of information out there, guys. Another thing that I want to do today is to make sure that we talk about the housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the podcast, including those awesome interviews, guys, I would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals who might receive that same kind of value. That's the number one way for us to grow and to reach a larger audience. The next way you can help us do that, guys, is by leaving a rating, a review, liking, subscribing, or just interacting with us on whatever platform you find yourself listening on. That's going to help us pop up a little bit earlier in that search bar whenever people look for personal development or self-help type podcasts. Uh, and it's going to help us reach more people, guys, which that is our overall goal, to help as many people as possible. So when you're helping us reach more people, you're helping us achieve that goal, and we are very, very grateful for that. So, guys... Today, like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, it's going to benefit the YouTube watchers a little bit. So if you're curious about what some of the things we're showing and talking about on this podcast, I would say creep over to YouTube. Uh, that link will be on all of our Facebook pages as well, Instagram, all that good stuff. So make sure you're checking that out. Now, guys, we'll also be streaming the race um, at times. We're not going to stream the full long race. That'd be ridiculous uh, on our Facebook or Instagram page. But we're going to stream at several points where throughout the race. My wife will be working my phone. Um, I'm sure there'll be opportunity for a Q&A in there. Y'all can ask questions to her about what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, you can also check in on me. You can see the progress we're making and how we're doing, how we're holding up. Um, I'm super excited because I've got a lot of good friends that are going to be out there. I've got a friend and mentor back from Houston that's running the five-man relay, which is going to be 20 miles apiece uh, for five guys totaling for the 100-mile relay. Then I've got a good friend, like I mentioned, Corey Mitchell, that's going to be out there running the 100-mile race uh, alongside me as well. And then I'll have good company in my crew and pacers, my wife, uh, Lane, my good friend Lane, his fiance Kendall, and my dad Billy will probably show out there as well to do some uh, pacing and some crewing once he gets done playing a gig that he's got going on that night. Um, and as we creep towards this race and it gets so much closer, I think we're two days out as we drop this podcast, I realized that I gave you all some insight to my training plans. I gave you some insight to the different things that we have going on as well within that. But I really didn't give you all much insight to the gear that I use. I actually get a lot of questions about what do you carry with you? Do you use special shoes? What do you have to have for a race like this to take it on to be able to be successful? And 
I decided that it's probably a good thing to go ahead and run through some of those things. Now, typically I would do a cotton or poly blend shirt, just starting out with just total gear and all that good stuff. I'm going to use some kind of underwear that prevents chafing and uh, moisture wicks a little bit. Uh, that way we don't have any issues with chafing and that kind of thing. Also, I'm going to wear a pair of light running shorts. I like shorter shorts because they don't interfere with me as well. Uh, they also help keep me cool a little bit better. Um, so that is kind of my just general base that I use. I also like to utilize hats uh, whenever I'm out running. It just helps me stay a little bit cooler. I can put ice in them and all that kind of good stuff, but we'll get into that a little bit more with heat prevention. One thing I do is my base layers as well. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see here I've got a pair of socks. I actually wear toe socks whenever I run. I like the Njinji brand toe socks. Uh, that's going to be something that's going to help prevent my toes from rubbing together. Um, they're also going to be a little bit more padded. These are trail socks. So they're thicker. Um, I think they're a medium weight maybe, uh, but they're wool mix. So what they're going to do is they're going to help prevent blisters. They're going to prevent rubbing um, and all those nasty things you get from walking around um, and running these long races like this. It's going to also kind of pad my toes a little bit on the end as they're probably going to hit the end of my shoe over and over and over through a race like this. Now, that you've seen kind of the shirt, you've seen the socks, the undergarments, all that good stuff, the shorts. Probably the next most important thing that we got that we mess around with in these races typically, regardless of temperature or whatever, is going to be the shoes. Now, I'm a big Hoka fan. I've got a good friend, actually one of them running the relay, that uh, gives me a lot of crap for Hoka's. He says they look like old man shoes or Skechers, but I like them. They're very comfortable. They're very padded, and they have a lot of different styles of shoes for whatever you find yourself needing. Now, for this specific race, being a trail race and being sandy, I'm going to wear the Hoka Speedgoat 5s that I've got right here. Uh, I really like the color of these as well, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can see how grippy these are on the bottom right there. You can see all the knobs. Um, these are truly made for grabbing and running. These are going to be more, way more of a trail shoe than a road shoe. You can wear them on the road. Um, they're just going to wear down a lot faster and not kind of be as... Uh, high performing as maybe some other shoes. Now the Speed Ghost, I ran in the fours. I love them. I've got the fives now as I wore my fours out. Um, and I've put some good miles on these out on the trails, guys. I do, if you're going to get these Speed Goat fives, I do encourage you to look into some insoles, uh, replacing those. I've got some Curex uh, red insoles that I bought from Feet Fleet. It just gives me a little bit more padding, a little bit more uh, in between the rough terrain. I run on a lot of rock down here in South Texas, so it puts a little bit be more between my feet and the ground. So it's something that helps with all that. Um, it helps support the arches and all that good stuff. And you can actually get those tailored to your foot. Uh, they'll have several different ones, and you can pick a specific one for that. Now, as a backup shoe, I did just go buy another pair of the Hoka Clifton 8s. Now, these are going to be more road shoes. You can see the grips aren't near as bad or as, as strong on these. And they're also going to be just kind of standard Hoka shoes, bright in color, all that good stuff. I ran in some Clifton 8s for the... Uh, for the Brazos Bend 50 run, the 100K that we completed earlier this year on April 9th, um, I enjoyed those on that one because it, while it was kind of a trail race, it was crushed granite. Um, it was a little bit more established trails rather than trying to go through the woods, uh, out in the dirt, or even just trying to climb a really rocky and nasty terrain. So you'll slip a little bit more trying to do some of that in 
these, the Clifton 8s, than you would in the Speed Goats. You just have to be mindful of your trail and what you're getting into. Now, I talked about the clothes, I talked about the shoes, the socks, all that good stuff. For this specific event, I mentioned that it's going to be in southeast Houston. It's going to be very, very hot. Um, what we're going to be dealing with in a situation like that, guys, is heat prevention all the way. We're going to have to make sure that we are not only drinking plenty of water, drinking electrolytes, putting uh, fluids back into our body, but also we need to make sure that we are doing what we can to keep the body from overheating, uh, keep from being exposed to the sun for prolonged amount of times. I like to wear some sunglasses. I've got Oakley M frames here that I absolutely love. Um, they're just what I'm comfortable wearing. They don't move around a whole lot. They don't rub wrong because uh, they are athletic brand glasses. So that's something I like to utilize. It's just a little bit easier on the eyes, especially out there in the sand that we're going to be running in um, where that can be hot. It can be a little bit uh, bright colored. So just preventing that by wearing some sunshades is always a good thing. Now, coupled with that, I mentioned I like to wear hats. For this specific event, I'm going to be wearing a hat that has a little bit of a shade protector around the back of the neck like this. If you can't see it, it's got basically a cape that comes down behind the hat and hangs over the neck um, to shade the neck. Now, the cool thing about these guys is you can also, or wearing a hat is like I mentioned, you can stuff ice up in it. It'll help you stay cool. Um, something like this instead of a floppy brim. I don't like the floppy brims because they typically are a little bit more floppy and they move around a little bit more, so it's kind of hard to prevent... Um, them from moving one direction and being exposed to the sun in some regard so i like this one it's a little bit more shaped um, it's adjustable and it's got the long drape in the back that allows me to be protected from the sun super excited about having that out there on the course i think it's going to be a game changer Along with another thing that I've utilized, if you watched our videos in the past, like the uh, competition between Michael Ruiz and myself, um, whenever we did the uh, the biking versus running in that event that we did. Uh, we were both wearing sleeves. Now, what these sleeves are going to do is they're going to keep the sun off of our arms as well. It's just a standard white sleeve. Um, these are a little bit tighter than some people like them. I know some people really like to wear them uh, kind of loose, but what you're doing with those and a lot of... A lot of times whenever you're running these hot races, you're stuffing those full of ice as well. Uh, you've got a lot, lot of large blood vessels that run through your arms and a lot of veins that run through your arms. And whenever you're able to put ice in those things, you're able to cool it down just a little bit and you're able to help with that blood flow um, as it comes through and it'll help regulate your temperature overall. Now, those are just small things that you have to do. You also have to make sure you're taking care of yourself. You've got to watch your heart rate when you're out there. You've got to make sure that you're taking in plenty of fluids. Um... And you're just being overall careful. Now, the last piece of gear that I'm going to mention to y'all here before I get into nutrients, fluid, supplements, all that kind of stuff like that is going to be a headlamp. Now, I've got this black diamond headlamp here. Um, I'm not sure which model this one is. I kind of forgot about that. But um, it is one of the kind of upper end models of, of what black diamond makes without getting into the battery pack ones. And I really, really like this headlamp. It's bright. It's got a few different settings. It's got a red light. It's got a spotlight. Um, and it's got kind of a, uh, floodlight on it as well. I, I like to use a flood setting. The battery lasts a long time on this thing. Uh, there's not a whole lot that I have to worry about. I will be bringing a spare along with this specific headlamp just in case anything fails. Um, 
And one thing to consider that you don't really consider is that I had to get out and do some night running in preparation for this because you really aren't used to having a light on top of your head. You're not used to that strap squeezing your head for a long extended amount of time. You're not used to kind of the motion sickness you might get from that thing bouncing around and that light moving around in front of you as well. So those are all things that you have to be really careful of and mindful of whenever you're getting ready to do some of this training like that. Um, and guys, we've moved through the headlamp. We've moved through the hat the socks, the clothes, the sunglasses, uh, the shoes, all the heat prevention, all that good stuff. So now it's really time to get into one of the most common questions I do get asked, and that is, how do you carry water? How do you stay hydrated whenever you're out there doing something like that for an extended amount of time? Now, luckily on this one, the aid stations are three miles apart. You do get into some crazy races out there, um, like whenever you get into 200-mile races, 250-mile races, even some 100-mile races where you get aid stations anywhere from 10 to 15 miles apart, sometimes even longer than that. And it becomes a really self-supported kind of thing. you got to make sure that you can pack everything in that you need with you. Now, whenever that time comes, I wear a hydration vest. What this is going to do is it's going to go around you kind of like a life jacket would. And this one doesn't have it in it right now because I took it out to clean it. And or, But it will typically have a hydration bladder of some size. This is the Nathan Vapor Air 7 liter overall. That means it can carry 7 liters uh, worth of gear in all of the pockets. That's the overall capacity. The actual liter capacity for the water is going to be one and a half liters, which is pretty substantial uh, without getting into one of these large, large packs that's meant for being self-sufficient out on a long, long-term race. And I'll pack in several different things into this pack to make it exactly what I need it to be. Um, a few of those things just on the utilitarian side, obviously the headlamp typically stays on me in the pack. I'll bring a little bit of extra batteries and that kind of thing as well along with this. Um, I'll carry the hydration bladder in the back that has the liter and a half of water. Uh, I'll carry a bottle up here, which that is typically a bottle that looks something like this, full of electrolytes uh, or full of some kind of supplement that will... Help me stay hydrated and fueled as I run this race. Um, sometimes I do switch to just water whenever I'm really, really feeling that I need just straight water. Um, but I'll also have gels in here. Um, and then one of the most important things that's often overlooked, and this might be, might be a little bit of TMI for y'all, but I also carry a baggie full of wet wipes in here just in case you run into an emergency. I think most people that run these trail runs and run these long distance races and that kind of thing realize that at some point you got to go when you got to go, right? So I do carry wet wipes in here just to make that process a little bit easier and simpler and uh, a little bit more pleasant whenever you're out there stuck in the woods. So that is a small piece of gear that I do pack in. Um, sometimes I'll carry a little knife in here if I'm needing a little knife or something, if I'm going out on my own for a long time. Um, and just whatever else might be needed. I know some people carry uh, like basically pepper spray for dogs in there whenever they're running solo runs just around neighborhoods and that kind of thing. Um, there's a million things you can do. And like I said, there's I think three pockets on each side of this vest. So Whenever you really get into it, there's a ton of storage space that you can utilize in this thing. And so overall, that is my go-to, that Nathan Vapor Air. I've ran several races in this one. I've actually got a spare just in case anything goes awry. Like I said, I like to bring a spare bladder as well uh, just in case I pop a hole in it. I fall and land on something and break that bladder. Um, you're going to want to have a backup. Otherwise, you're going to be SOL uh, whenever you're trying to figure out how you're going to carry water on these very, very hot races. So... 
what I will do besides that, guys, is I will get into these supplements that I utilize for these races. Now, this first thing I'm going to do is going to be like a carb uh, and calorie type solution. It's going to be able to provide fuel to you because while you're running these long races, what they typically say is every hour you need to be taking in, depending on your weight, anywhere from two to 500 calories. Two is a very, very small individual. Uh, five is a very, very strenuous run or a very large individual. So I'll probably be in the neighborhood of three to four. Um, and one way we get those calories in is through something like this Ultraformance. This is Ultraformance by First Form. There's a million ones out there. Uh, there's like Hammer is one that's very popular. There's Tailwind that's super, super popular and several others, guys. And what it's going to do is it's going to provide you some calories like this one in particular per serving is 100 calories. Um, it's also got 24 grams of carbs. That A lot of that comes from added sugar. Uh, so that is one downside from a lot of these. But it's going to have a lot of your electrolytes in it as well. It's going to have calcium, magnesium, um, sodium, potassium, all that good stuff just packed in here. And it's going to be a good way for you to fuel throughout your race. Now, I have tried this one. The orange one is really good. Um, and I'm going to be really, really giving it a good go and a good vetting out on this race that I'm running. Um, like I said, Tailwind's been around for a long time. It's got a lot of different flavors and a lot of different uh, other options that you can utilize in it. It's got a recovery formula as well um, and a couple other things you could do. So it is a little bit more versatile probably as this is a newer product um, that is Tailwind is. But I'm really liking what this one offers and this will probably be my go-to just because I like supporting the first form guys. Um, and obviously the 75 Hard program and Andy Frisella really jump-started me onto this path that I'm on and changing my lifestyle and the way that I live. Along with that guys, uh, I'm going to be taking in a lot of water. I'm going to be taking in a lot of normal foods in a race this long. I will actually have to eat probably two full meals um, consisting of maybe a burger. Um, a lot of people like to use potatoes because they're really good fuel source. They take a little while to break down. Uh, ramen noodles are pretty popular. Quesadillas. Um, even grilled cheese sandwiches and that kind of thing are some things that you'll see on these longer races. Of course, you'll see aid station tables that are packed full of other supplements and things like that. Um, just anything from fruit to cookies, uh, pickles, different kinds of things like that, different treats, candy, just things to give you a little quick burst of energy to add some stuff back in your body and to help you reach that caloric goal that you're having to maintain for that certain mileage that you're uh, for the certain amount of hours that you're running. So that's going to be a big thing. Another thing that I'll get into on the backside here, probably some of the other popular brands are going to be more known to people, but I really like this brand here, um, and that is going to be the gels. So getting into gels, there's a lot of them out there. There's Goo brand. That's probably the most popular and easily available. There's also uh, Cliff. There's a million others. There's Martin, um, and there's Spring. Spring's one that I really like. I'm showing that here on the uh, podcast if you're watching on YouTube. This spring gel is going to be a really, really natural uh, kind of stuff. It's going to use a ton of natural ingredients. And whereas most of your other gels end up with about 100 calories per uh, little gel pack here, you'll end up with 180 in this one. This is their awesome sauce. This is a flavor that I really like. I tried a couple of their others, um, and they weren't as good to me. I really didn't enjoy them near as much as this awesome sauce. But... This stuff is higher in calories. It helps me get in a little bit more calories. 
Um, and it also is made from a lot of natural stuff. It's easier to digest, easier on the stomach. And it's just also, it tastes just like applesauce, guys. So it's really easy on the uh, the taste buds. And whenever you're not really enjoying being out there on the trail and not wanting to eat, this is a really easy thing to choke down. So that's where I've got it. I've actually got a whole box of them over here on the side uh, that I'm not going to show so they don't spill out. But Honey Stinger and some of those other products as well are ones that are popular. And to each his own, guys. Uh, that's just preference. You really got to find whenever it comes to the nutrition in the forms of these supplements and the gels and the foods that you eat whenever you're out there. You got to find what works for you and what's not going to cause you to crash out. Now, I've showed y'all pretty much everything that I've got here um, for this race, everything I'm planning to pack. I'm also going to pack some food in the form of some of those things I talked to you about, the uh, quesadillas, the grilled cheese i'll pack some potato chips i'll pack some probably cookies and those kind of things that make it a little bit easier on myself um, some mashed potatoes all that good stuff and i'm going to make sure i eat a good meal it's also very important to make sure these days coming up to this race that you are doing things to prepare your body as well you need to be starting to rest more take some time off um, you need to make sure that you are over hydrating pretty much every single day so that your body is in a good state of hydration especially going into something where you're going to lose water like you will and habanero that we have um, you're going to want to also make sure and this is kind of up to debate but what works for me is what I should say what works for me in this sense is I like to carb load a little bit guys I like to put a little bit of carbs in my body um, and get some of those stores worked up so I have a little bit more disposable energy than I probably would have otherwise so over these next couple days I'll be doing some carb loading and it's really important to make sure you're staying hydrated ahead of schedule because your body doesn't just hydrate overnight or instantly that morning it'll expel a lot of that water and you'll waste some of that stuff as well rather than utilizing it so it's important to get ahead of the game on your your nutrition, on your hydration, and especially your rest. If you're anything like me, you get really amped up uh, the night before a big event. So Friday night, we can pretty much throw out the window for any kind of good sleep. So it's very important to make sure that Wednesday night and Thursday night uh, before a Saturday race, you are getting plenty of rest um, and you're taking care of yourself. Guys, I hope this has given you all a little bit more insight. I hope this has answered some of the questions that I get uh, all the time from people whenever I talk about these ultra marathons and these things that we do. Like I said, guys, thank you all for tuning in on YouTube if you did. And uh, I hope some of these things I've showed you have made it a little bit easier if you ever feel like you want to dive into this kind of stuff or had any questions about it. If not, guys, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, I encourage you to come back and check out some of these things we dropped on YouTube. Also, guys, Please make sure you check out that podcast from Corey uh, Mitchell that we had earlier this week. I think that was a really, really good podcast, packed full of information. It's a lot to unpack, and it's a long listen, but I guarantee you it is really worth it. Now, guys, also, last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to repeat this one time, make sure that you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Next in Line Development. Somewhere between Facebook and Instagram, we will have the live uh, streams going from time to time. I don't know how long they'll be or whatnot, but my wife's going to handle them. I'm going to give her full reign on that deal. And we're just going to kind of see how it goes. So whatever questions you have, whatever check-ins you want to do with us, if you just want to keep up with all the action, the excitement of a hundred mile race, if it's something you've never seen before, by all means, please, please, please check us out there. Uh, share it with your friends, get the word out there. I'm just a normal guy that decided one day to make a change in his life, to lose some weight, really start pushing himself mentally. And 
That's how I ended up running these ultra marathons. And I want to share that with you. I want to share that with people. And I want to give them the encouragement that they need to accomplish the hard things that are in their life. Now, guys, thank you all for tuning into this episode. I'm sorry it wasn't a thoughtful Thursday, but I think we got a little bit thoughtful on this Thursday anyway. So, guys, make sure you all have an awesome day. Get ready for this weekend. Go out and kill it. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line.